All right, third one in a row. I know this is another disclaimer before the podcast, but I wanted to give you guys a heads up. You deserve a heads up that this podcast is a little bit different and you may not want to listen to it this way. You may want to go to our YouTube channel and watch it. So this was a live presentation we did on YouTube with Rafael Pons where he came on to talk about photo pills. And we wanted to do a regular podcast for a half an hour with him and then go into the live YouTube Q&A with the listeners that can jump on then, as well as doing a contest where we gave away three photo pills three copies of photo pills to listeners. And so the idea was that first half hour, regular podcast, and then going to the live listener Q&A, and all of that would kind of round out to a nice podcast, a typical podcast. Well, instead, Raphael got held up in Menorca, and he wasn't able to join us at the time that we planned on. And when he was able to get on, we'd already gone live. And so the podcast, you start off right with us kind of talking about anything to get the live feed something. We talked about what we've been working on, some of the projects, and we just shot the breeze with some of the listeners. And so you'll hear edits that are sudden. We have Peyton on there that is not mic'd because I needed to have the mic plugged into Raphael's audio. And while I could have added another mic for Peyton, I was afraid of all the extra feedback, extra noise, potentially being a difficult thing to follow online. So I cut Peyton off. So you're not going to hear any of the questions that Peyton sends our ways that we answer. And so there's a lot of weird edits from when Peyton's talking and it's too quiet to hear, especially in a car if you're driving on the road. You're just not going to hear what Peyton is saying. And so I cut that, edited it out, and just went straight from, hey, Peyton has a question to, hey, here's the answer. Or him, he repeat the question that he asked so everyone can hear it. So there's a lot of queer edits in this podcast. It's not normal. And then we're just going live with Rafael so you may want to go to YouTube and watch this video instead of listen to it. But if you're in your car and you want to hear a quick Q&A with Rafael Pons, talk about photo pills and give you some tips that maybe you never thought of, things that I, I love the app and there are things that I discovered. I'm not just trying to make you feel like you should listen to it. I honestly didn't know a few things and I finally got a chance to ask Rafael and then the answers he gave me also gave me keystrokes, well not keystrokes, but finger strokes on my iPad and iPhone where I could use the app quicker and get more information faster and I had no idea about these taps, double taps, triple taps. I had no idea about them. So a lot of good information in here. So if you feel like this is kind of a ripoff for this week's podcast, don't worry. I actually have an astrophotog podcast or two that I'd like to release this week. And that's going to talk more astrophotography, more trips, have guests like Daniel Lindhart and Travis Eggett, my brother-in-law, have them on with me talking about our Milky Way shots. So there's plenty to come this week. This won't be disappointing. So let's get back to the podcast. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King. I'm Brendan Porter. With families and day jobs, we know it's hard to find time to get out there with your camera. So Brendan and I joined together and made the commitment to go out consistently and build up our landscape and astrophotography portfolios. We live in Utah and are lucky to have so many beautiful landscapes all around us. Not only do we have five national parks right here in Utah, but we are only a day or less drive away from 30 other national parks. So we created PhotogAdventures.com, this podcast, and our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes. We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog adventure of your own. Hey, it's episode 37. Episode 37. Yeah. So 35 was our episode going down to Escalante and 36. No, 36 was going to Escalante. And 35 was our last episode where we hung out with... No, it was just Chris. Well, we and we still have... The Thousand Mile Trip. Good job, Peyton, the intern. I have to know. <laughs> it's your job. It's your unpaid And we still job. have an episode with Chris 
I are coming out. Yeah, you guys don't know so it, but we be. have a recording of a podcast with Chris Air Walker, and he is waiting for something on his end to be publicized so that we can talk about what we talked about on that podcast, because yeah. it was pretty cool. So welcome to the podcast today, today, guys. We want to thank the patrons. Thank you so much. We had our first month of payments come through. Really appreciate that. It's been a huge help. I just can't say enough how much we've really appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, we've just barely got the the base of our um, expenses covered with that first payment. So if we can at least keep that going and move forward as the months progress, that'd be good. Yeah. We have the thousand mile trip in the bag, Chris Air Walker, and the thing that's coming so we can tell you guys, we have a few things that have been behind. Brendan has lost AC in his house. I have a flood in my basement. And so we have not been at the mic or at the camera since our Memorial Day trip when we yeah. went down to Escalante. So pending videos. We have a Stellarium video that's halfway recorded. We have a video about how to find the clouds and if it's going to be cloudy for you for astrophotography. Brendan has a video about his Syrup Genie that he's recorded. We've also got a video of us down in Escalante that we're showing in about July. It's scheduled to go out. Okay. And then we have a Patreon behind the scenes video and oh, we have another adventure after that. We've had a new one. It's a small video where he went out to a lantern festival. Unfortunately, yeah. the plan was to capture the lanterns under... Well, I'll let you tell the plan. Yeah, we were, well, they have a lantern festival every year um, out by the Salt Flats. And it's just um, in a small town. I think it was Grantsville, just outside Tooele. And uh, they have a big stadium now that they have set up. And they've got like thousands of these lanterns going up. So if you picture like um, Tangled... Or uh, Tangled, there's yeah. another movie recently that came out that had a bunch of lanterns in it, too. It's a cool look, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, so I was hoping to get closer so we could actually get in the action stuff, but then they wanted like $50 a person to get in. And I was 50 like, bucks I'm not just to go in? $50. Did yeah. that include the price of a lantern to throw I th up? I think they give you a lantern with that okay. price, but uh, but just to get some video and some shots of it. And, and uh, so I met up with Dan Linhart and we. Drove out as close as we could, kind of, to a kind of a hill um, above where they were launching from, maybe half mile, mile away. Okay. And so I did a time lapse of that. So time lapse is pretty cool because you can see the lanterns rising. Then the wind, like, blows and you can see them, like, kind of swirling up and stuff. So oh, cool. it's going to be a cool time lapse. Unfortunately, it's not as close as I wanted to be. So. so the idea originally was to capture the Milky Way, right? See it, get the exposure of the lanterns and then wait for the Milky Way. No, because the Milky Way was uh, on the other side, light pollution. It was still in, kind of in town. Oh, that's right, the clouds. I spoke yeah, with Dan clouds about in the way going and all there, kinds of stuff. So, And we had those clouds coming in, and so he ended up changing plans. And yeah. So that's why you guys moved. Yeah. Rafael Pons has arrived, and we can add him into the call. So let's go ahead and go to him. Okay, well, Rafael is from PhotoPills team. He's called The Bard. And let's just jump straight into it. Peyton, if you get any questions, give me the heads up. And I'm going to ask my first question. And Rafael, you just had a yeah. meeting with Mark G, Elio Locardi, a bunch of guys that I respect. How did that trip go? And what were the things that you know you learned from the Elio Locardi and Mark G lessons? Wow, man, it's been amazing. It's been amazing here in Menorca. Meeting these guys for us, it's been a, a dream come true, uh, having them here in our headquarters on the island for a week, uh, shooting with us, uh, learning from them. Uh, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot, both from the photography uh, part, but also from the human part. These guys have 
awesome stories to tell. Uh, it's been been a really amazing week for everyone who joined for the Bills camp. Nice. And for the Philippines tribe, uh, tribe in general, we've been sharing all these cool adventures together. Uh, I mean, I know how to describe this experience. It's, <laughs> it's been a blast, you know, it's been a blast. <laughs> awesome. Well, right, re just recently, Rafael had a team of people out there who are professional photographers with groups of people who paid to be a part of this one-week workshop where they can learn the PhotoPills app and photography right there on the island of Menorca. How do you say that? Yes, Menorca. You're in good. Menorca. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then I'm going to ask you mine, Rafael. Can, hey, Peyton, cool. can you hook me up with my iPads right there on the planner? So if you have the planner app, if everyone has your PhotoPills app with you, go to the planner yeah. part of the app. And da, da, da. I'll pull mine up too. Yeah, please do. So in the planner app, you have the load at the bottom and you have a save. When you hit load, no, not the load. It is the, it's the, it's the, it's what it is. It's the magnifying glass. So at the planner at the bottom left on the find. So I get to this screen and I have a moon at azimuth and elevation option, a moon at azimuth, a sun at azimuth and elevation and a sun at azimuth. I have never made any use of this yet, and I'm wondering if I'm missing out or if I need to have something more specific with azimuths that I want to work on before I need this. Do you know what's the azimuth? No. No. Let's start for, uh, for, with that then. You know, when um, this tool, we implemented the fine tool in order to uh, help photographers figure out the right shooting spot, date and time, the sun, the sun and the moon will be where, where they want it to be in the, in the frame. So the fine tool is very, very useful when you, uh, you know what you want to shoot from one spot because oh. you love the foreground and you want the, and the background and you want the sun to be in one position or the moon to be in one position in the frame. This tool helps you figure out when it happens, when the sun and moon, the date and time, the sun and moon will be where you want it to be in the frame. So Okay, let me, uh, you, let me slow you down for a sec so that I can recap this. So yeah. this tool is important for you already are in a location. The location you're at currently, you're saying, I want to make sure the sun is gonna come up here. And this yep. part of the app is gonna say how you find it within the date, time of the year, and the hour of that day that you're gonna have that at the correct azimuth or height in the sky that you want it to be. That's right. That's, that's the, the first tool we used to, to plan our first shot with PhotoPills, which was a, a sunset uh, under a natural arch. That we have here in Menorca, it's called the Spandangil. Mm -hmm. It's a very beautiful natural arch, and we've uh, had seen so many, many shots uh, on that place, but no one had shot the sun setting just right uh, hmm. through the arch. Okay. So what we did is we placed the red pin on the shooting spot, and then we tell Philippines, okay, I want the sun to be setting under the arch when it happens. And this fine tool is the one that tells you when it happens. The exact date and time, the sun will be setting, uh, in this example, uh, right aligned with the arch. Okay. So be, yeah. So it looks like when I was in the planner, I set a location for my pin right off of Twin Lakes, which is over here up Cottonwood Canyon in Utah. And <laughs> that looks to be the exact spot where the pin is when I go into the magnifying glass. So you need to set your location in the planner before yeah. you come into the magnifying glass? Yes, yes, okay. yes. You first, because the magnifying glass is uh, the find option, is for, you, you really need to know uh, the shooting spot because you, you want that shot 
and that's what the what makes the story you want to tell. Okay. So you know from where you're shooting, you place the red pin uh, on that spot, and then you tap on the magnifying glass, the find option, and then you, sh you need to choose between a sun, uh, look for a sun, or look for a for a moon. So and, in my yeah. example, let's walk through it. I have the sun at azimuth chosen, and I get a triangle of shadow behind my pin and yes. facing directly south. I get a straight dotted line. Um, mm -hmm. Do I change the azimuth 180 degrees? Is that what I need to do? Or is this well, just the date range I change and say, done? Yeah, when you, once you tap, uh, let's say, you want to look for this, as you said, uh, the sun at azimuth. What you're looking for is uh, when the sun will be in one direction, no matter the elevation, right? Oh, okay. Okay, so. And when you're looking for the sun at azimuth and the elevation is when you're looking for a sun at a position in the sky. So you, you tell Philippines they want that direction, which is the azimuth, and at that elevation. So, so what, what is the shadow part telling me? The shadow part is the area, uh, Philippines is telling you that the sun never is going to be in that area for the selected day range. Oh. So you know, yeah, so if your sub subject falls into that, sh uh, that uh, shadow, there won't be a result. It's impossible. It's a shot that's not possible. So you forget it. Forget it. Don't waste time on planning it because it's not going to happen. What you need to do is to uh, maybe choose another day range, let's say one year or two years. Yeah, and I'll do two years. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll see how this shadow area uh, will decrease a little bit. And in this but, case, specifically where I'm at up in this mountain range, it looks like yeah. there's just never an opportunity for two years where the shadow yeah. will change just because by virtue of the structure of the mountains around and it's just always in shadow. The, the, this uh, shadow on the map is uh, helping you uh, find results faster. I mean, never look for the sun in the directions that fall within this shadow area. Okay, okay, awesome. So it gives you a really quick pie, like a slice of a pie, and shows yeah. you how large in that pie this specific area will get direct sunlight. Uh, actually, it's telling you the, uh, no. <laughs> Not direct sunlight. Is it no. telling you where you can see the sun? Do you see the, the yellow pin? Yep. Okay. What you need to do is to place the yellow pin on the spot you want the sun to be. Okay. On the direction oh. you want the sun to be. All right, so, so say I want it going over this water, body of water, and coming up over these peaks. So now yes. it tells me an altitude ah. number and a difference between my position and the pin that's yellow. Yeah, so you, you place the, red, the yellow pin outside the dark area, right? Yes. This means that you'll get results. Ah. You mean, what, you're, what you're telling is, okay, I want the sun to be in the direction of the, of the yellow pin. So... Imagine that the Leo pin is the sun. Uh -huh. You're deciding where you want the sun to be, the direction. If I want that sun to be in that direction, how do I know from this what day and hour I should be there? Does it tell then me that? Then you need to tap on the magnifying glass you see on the top uh, right-hand corner. Yeah. And you tap it. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, guys, when I tapped that magnifying glass, it gave me a list of times, Wednesday, 6th, June 7th. Um, it told me times, let's see, bottom of the list. It even gave me times Saturday, oh, September okay. 23rd at 9, 12 a.m., the elevation 29, 6, 13. It says there will be the sun. So oh, that is really amazing. Cool. So so when you see, when you <laughs> click on the elevation tab that pulls up, then there's a dark and light area, and I just realized that, if you go to there and you see the, 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 the position that I chose, 
there's only a sliver here, and it's I can't go below that or above sky. that. So there's only the so it'll only give me a date and time between those. Because if I go in the dark, it'll say there's no time available. The sun basically will never appear in that, um, yeah. in that spot in the sky. Okay, that's amazing, Raphael. This is one part of the. App. That's blowing my mind because that's something <laughs> I have yeah. never known about either. Never so. known about, never used, and already I can see how I can, but I'm going to have to practice it. Oh and yeah, I'm going to have to make a video to explain what I learned yeah. from this. It's really, really powerful because this tool actually gives you the freedom to come up with different ideas and really actually know when these ideas uh, happen. So yeah, yeah. If you can, maybe, maybe they are not possible, so you can sleep at night. Okay, it's not possible. <laughs> Think about that. But uh, when you come up with a different idea, uh, that's possible. And being able to know the exact date and time it happens is priceless. It means, well, wow. Is uh, <laughs> I, I've been here 100 times. I've seen 100 photos, 1,000 photos of this place, but I have never seen the sun in there. Is it possible? Right. And there you go. So this is a brilliant part of the app that's, I got to say, guys, uh, Rafael, your team, if you had anything that could indicate pointing people towards hitting that magnifying glass, you might never hit that intuitively. And I hadn't in the past when I played with it. And it is a much stronger and more powerful tool than I, tool than I ever realized. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Rafael, in the planner, when you are yep. in the nighttime, actually, it's in the daytime too. I think it depends on the day. At the very bottom right of the right column where you see the direction that the, you see that Milky Way, how it tilts in that circle graphic? Yeah. Right next to it are these blue bars. They go up and full in some days, and some days they are low. I, I, I've tried to guess what that means, and I haven't figured it out. Okay, very good question. This uh, the, is like an energy bar linked, linked to uh, the moon phase. So when it's new moon, the bar is full. Uh, when it's empty is because it's a full moon. So by looking at the bar, you know uh, if you have to pay attention to the moon or not. <laughs> so awesome. Actually, one secret about this button, button is that if you tap it, you'll set the time to the next new moon. Which button? The blue, the circle around the Milky Way? The, the Milky Way. You tap the Milky Way? Oh. The it's it's a quick it's the quickest way to set the time to the next new moon. And so now I've already jumped all the way through October, and that's the next new moon, October nineteenth. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Actually, what you should do now is double tap on the time bar. The time to bring bar. Data, to to bring data, date and time to current date and time. Okay. The time okay. bar is the, is the color. So he's telling me to tap on the time, that clock that's underneath the long horizontal bar that's blue and light blue. And so I double tapped on that and it reset everything to today, today's time right now, 10 o'clock a.m. on June 7th. So that's cool. And now tap on the uh, Milky Way picture on, on the top panel. I don't want to show it's Friday. And Friday, June 23rd. 23rd. <laughs> so that's a new one. Okay. So how, how, do you, how do we plan the Milky Way? What we do is uh, we place the red pin in the location we want to study, we double tap on the time bar to bring date and time to your current date and to our current date and time, and then we study, we explore where the Milky Way will be during the new moon of each month of the year. Um, how do you you tap on the uh, the picture of the Milky Way, and then on the new moon day, just uh, when you if you have the enable the Milky Way planner, you can just 
bring time tonight and see the possible composition you have of the Milky Way. You, you want to know if the Milky Way is going to be vertical at the, at the direction of the galactic center or if it's going to be possible to shoot um, uh, the arch of the Milky Way when it's low in the sky. You want to shoot a panorama, for example. So by doing this, uh, new moon after new moon, you'll very quickly understand the possibilities you'll have throughout the year uh, at that, that location. So, for example, here in Menorca, if you want to shoot the Milky Way when it's vertical, so you're thinking about compositions of, for example, a lighthouse with the Milky Way vertical, Yeah, you'll figure out by doing this that it's going to happen uh, in August, September, October is when the Milky Way is vertical. Mm. You want to shoot the Milky Way when it's uh, pretty low in the sky, you want to shoot the panorama of the Milky Way, by doing this, you'll figure out here that in Menorca and Spain here, uh, that happens from March to May. So uh, the, the cool thing about the Milky Way is that it's very, very easy to plan. All you need to do is to cover, uh, go from new moon to new moon, see the possibilities uh, around that new moon, and every year is going to be the same. That is amazing. That is a three-button way of finding everything you need to know about the next new moon and let alone just one more tap for the noon after that, the new moon after that, the new moon after that. Oh, wow. I, I, I love this app, and I use it all the time, and I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. And yeah, there's a, you, this is chock know, full of stuff. Do you want to know how to set the next full moon? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Double on, tap on the time bar to bring date and time to your current date and time. Okay. And tap, now slide right there. the panels the top panels uh, to the right until you find the sun and moon rise and set times. I mean, when I slide, I see that either way, yeah. Is this this panel here? Oh, I see, yep. Okay. So on your mobile oh, device, slide. you will need to make sure that that's visible. And in my iPad, I see it all the time on my right column. So yeah, so make sure you so, slide the top part there to you out. We got it. Yeah. Well, I see. Okay, yeah. if you double tap the time bar, Bring date and time now. So now, if you tap on the picture of the moon, mm -hmm. oh. time will jump to the next important moon phase. Oh so my God! What you do is to keep tapping the picture of the moon until you get to I uh, see. <laughs> full half, and then no, and then yeah. new moon. Okay. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna go through all the photo pills now and double tap everywhere and find out all these <laughs> <Yes>. amazing tricks. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. it's the best way when, when you wanna plan the moon. Let's say well, I wanna plan the next new moon. So first thing you need to do to do is to set the date of the new moon of the full moon. Uh, if you wanna plan the full moon. So yeah. double tap on the central time bar to bring date and time to current date and time, and then just keep tapping on the picture of the moon until the full moon appears. And then you can start planning the full moon according to the uh, directions of the moonrise or moonset that appear on the map with this blue, uh, light blue and dark blue color. Mm. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if I've done something wrong, but when I double tap on my time, it's June 7th. And then yeah. I double tap on the moon, it's going backwards to the previous yeah. phase. Yeah. If you double tap on the moon, it will, it will go backwards. If you tap once, oh. tap once. You just goes. tap once and it goes ahead. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay, so just so everyone understood that, if you see the moon <laughs> picture and you want to go to the next phase, just tap it once. If you want yeah, to go it's... backwards and say, when was the last one, you just double tap and it'll actually take you back a phase. So that's nice. brilliant. Okay, we have a question from YouTube. What's the question? We have two <laughs> questions, Peyton. Give us the first right. one. Oh, okay. So Kathy Hennahan's asking, Raphael, how, what's the best way to work with your photo pill 
Pills app if you just don't have sell signal where you're at. Oh, cool. Yeah, the Photo Pills app uh, really works uh, offline. I've the only noticed. thing that you need, uh, you need internet connection, data connection is for to have the map visible and for the topography information. Because these are two, uh, the, these are services that are outsourced. Mm. So let's say if you're on the spot and you were shooting the sunset and you want to know when the Milky Way is going to be for that date in that place, you don't need to go to the planner. You just go to the night AR uh, option you'll find in the pills menu. And this option works offline. You'll see, you'll be able to visualize the position of Milky Way for the position you are. Uh, for the day you are. Uh, AR views work offline, preferably. The planner, all the information on the planner works offline. Uh, the only problem is that you need to save in your me uh, catchy memory the, the map view before leaving home. So you know mm -hmm. that you're going to be shooting in a place that there is no network coverage. All you have to do is to, uh, from home, when you're at home, zoom in and out on the area you're going to be shooting. So the map is stored in the cache memory of the, your phone. So you at least will have the map visible when you're out there. Perfect. So let me go ahead and restate that. So he's saying yeah. that the signal of your GPS on your phone will be will be able to communicate with the PhotoPills app and tell you, you know, the information about the sunrise, sunset, the moonrise, yeah. the Milky Way rise and set. You'll have that information always. But the part about elevation when you put a pin somewhere else or when you mm -hmm. zoom in on the planner and you see the satellite imagery or the topography of the area, you can see what's going on. That those images of the map, they will cache in your device. And so if before you leave a cell signal area or a Wi-Fi signal area, if you will just zoom in and out and kind of cache the images, zoomed out and zoomed in on the area that you're going, you will have those images with you when you go to your app as long as you don't somehow wipe the cache by closing that app and taking the multitasking part of that app out. If you don't turn your phone off, all that kind of element that doesn't wipe the cache. If you still have the cache up, you'll be able to see the image, Kathy. But you can always use it. I used it recently. The AR part of the app will still work at a location where you don't have cell signal. It recognizes where you are using the GPS and the compass and using the GPS coordinates. It'll tell you where the Milky Way will rise and the AR will still work. Yep, 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 yep. That's absolutely right. And the widgets work also. Uh, oh, the widgets. The widget. I love the widgets. Everyone needs yeah. to turn their widgets on. Basically, <laughs> on my iPad, when I slide down my notifications to my widgets, I have right here a photo pill square that says specifically in Orem, Utah, mm -hmm. You're going to have a sunrise at 557. It's daytime, golden hours during this hour, mm -hmm. golden hour, blue hour, astronomical. What the moon is doing, it's a waxing gibbous, has 96.7%. And there's also a photo pills events. So you can get photo pills events, something that will remind you that, hey, there's an iridium flare going on. Or, hey, there's this cool thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. And it'll tell you in the widget. Yes, 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 yes. Very and cool. And about the maps, uh, we, we need to work out with a, a solution to, to be able to store in some save the maps in, in some ways. So this is something people has been asking us. Cool. We know, we know it's key, it's very important. Uh, we're talking with Apple, if you can create something uh, special to save the map in, the, in iOS. And in Google, we can come up with another solution. But yeah, this is on our to-do list, uh, tides and the map thing and many, many other tools that you guys have been requesting <laughs> as hell during all these years. <laughs> And nice. now after the Android version, we're going to be like pushing like hell to, to uh, really make it better. 
Oh, we're awesome. all excited to hear that. That's for sure. Yeah. We're very, very motivated. <laughs> so Peyton had some more questions. What's the next one? So if I understand the question and Ron, let us know. Ron Locksman says he wants to know if there's a way quickly to find out if the moon is going to set before the Milky Way. Is that the request? Because there are ways in the moon part of the app. Is he just looking to find out whether the moon's out of the way of the Milky Way? You can do it. At the moment, we can, you, I, I suppose what, they, what he wants is to something like is uh, easy. You can, I, I understand the, the, the question is not uh, possible okay. to do it in an automatic way. Let's say uh, I, there is not a, a Milky Way calendar. It will be in the future, a Milky Way calendar where you can really visualize if you'll have moon or not. Oh, cool. Nice. Now, now what you can do is what we do. We just check the moon. Uh, let's say I want to shoot the Milky Way ne next weekend. We just check when the moon is setting and uh, that's it. You know that when you're close to the new moon, the moon sets uh, earlier. And if, when uh, you're near full moon, the moon is out and uh, when the Milky Way is out. So by... Um, Paying attention to the moon phase is a good, very good indicator when the, if you'll have moon or not, we shouldn't Milky Way. Actually, what, what uh, Antoni, the photographer of the team, he loves shooting uh, the Milky Way when we have moon, not, not a large moon, but a low in the sky. So you have yeah. at least light in the foreground and you have capture detail also in the foreground. So. Depends on the photographer. Some people love shooting uh, uh, without moon. Others uh, use the moon to read the foreground. Yeah. So having the moon is also is, is we think is cool. But we understand that you know when you want a pitch black sky, you don't <laughs> want any any, true, any light for that. So what we do is manually. Manually we we check every day. Uh, we want to go shooting Milky Way. What time the moon is gonna be uh, setting and. You, you can do, do it very, very quickly with the planner. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And Ron confirmed that that is what he said. And just one more point, Ron. If you go to the Moon app, you'll see the little calendar on the left side of the day. So whatever day you're looking at, you're going to see the, the events from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. the next day, 12 a.m. And you'll see rise of the Milky Way, set of the moon, rise of the sun, set of the moon, another rise of the moon. So in this case, like tonight, we have a full moon coming. And so we're looking at the rise of the moon at 714 and the Milky Way doesn't rise until 11. And so that means that moon is going to be up when that Milky Way rises and you have to check the next day. And you'll see yeah. that the Milky Way actually stops being visible long before the moon even sets. And so that's my favorite quick way of seeing <laughs> whether the moon is gonna overlap your Milky Way. That's a point <laughs> i love it hey peyton you had another question Ooh, that's a good Ooh. question so jeff Harmon brings us a question you just talked to jeff Harmon recently on photo taco he's an awesome guy he lives in utah with us and we all have the same problem where golden hour will sometimes be during the time that the sun is behind mountains and oh. so we're curious if PhotoPills has any tool to help us understand if you can see whether the moon, or I'm sorry, whether the sun is going to be blocked during golden hour by mountain ranges. Oh, what we do with this is um, you have two possible tools. Which two one, possible ones? Yeah, one uh, is when you're in the field and the other is when you're uh, at home. Let's say if you're in the field. So in the field, use, out there, standing in the location, you want to take the shot? Standing in the location of the shot. Uh, it might not be the day of the shot, but when you're in the field, you can really use the uh, sun pill 
uh, use the AR mode of the sun pill. Mm. So, right? so sun, you're saying that in AR. the AR okay. button here will give us different information than if you chose the AR button somewhere else, like in the planner. Oh no, the cool thing is about the about the sun pill is that it gives you the AR view from the location you are. So you don't need to move any pin uh, any ah, place. Perfect. So if you are on the spot, the easiest way is to go to sun pill, set set the date of the shooting. Uh, on the sun pill and then tap on the AR to see the sun path and the sun position. And then if you drag time from, let's say, from uh, right to left, you'll see how the sun is setting and you'll see through the phone when the sun will be hiding behind the mountain. Imagine that you have a mountain over there. And I see the coloration. I believe the purple and the blue is going into astronomical and civil yeah so i'm guessing the orange is, is your golden hour is orange golden hour or is orange the uh civil twilight orange is golden hour okay so yellow is uh, daytime mm -hmm. uh orange is golden hour and then when you, the sun is below the horizon is blue hour and then the the twilight right so, so that little purple color section is a blue hour timeline blue hour but blue hour lasts yeah, for very long pretty short yeah. and then is the uh, astronomical twilight I'm sorry, no, nautical twilight and then astronomical twilight and then nighttime. It's, it's like a gradient of, of, of light. So if you're in the field, you, you're going to be seeing the, the mountains at the horizon. And if you drag your finger from, let's say, oh, uh, like this, from right to left, you'll see how the sun uh, goes down because you're uh, setting a moving time. You have the time at, at the right hand, left hand corner. Yeah, time I see it. And the sun will move right along that ecliptic line that you have. Yeah. And you'll be visualizing when the sun is going to be hiding mm. in the mountain. Okay. That's uh, the easy, easiest way uh, to do it. It works offline, no matter where you're on the wall. You, I, actually, I use this tool to help a wedding planner. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, because uh, the bride wanted to get married here in Menorca at 5 p.m. in August, uh, in a, you know, like a, a, a hill. Oh, okay. But uh, it was it's too hot, right? It was too hot. And the wedding planner wanted to convince her to get married later. And she asked <laughs> me, when the sun is hiding behind that hill, so oh. these guys are going to be in the shade. Oh. So, uh, in August. so I went there. I set the date of the wedding. I just point my phone in the sky, swipe time. I said, okay, 7 p.m. These guys are going to be safe in the shade. So she could actually convince the bride to wait until 7 p.m. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because uh, I mean, here in Menorca in August at 5 p.m., you're, you're going to be like uh, fried chicken, you know? AFC. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your, 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 your people uh, coming to the wedding to, to die there. Like, <laughs> right. <melting. Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, it's very, very powerful when you're on the spot. Very cool. So, if how you do you deal with it when you're not on the spot? You said that was your other option. Yeah, the other option is more advanced. You need to go to the planner and use the... So back to the planner. Back to the planner. And you need to use uh, this, this panel, the pin-to-pin. -pin. That has the two red mountains in that pin-to-pin -pin yeah. geodetic yeah. info? Okay, yeah. yeah you, need, you need to use the black pin and the red pin. So you, you place the black pin, you see, you, when you tap on the mountains, you'll see that the black pin appears on the map. Yes. So you need to, play, to place the black pin on the mountain. And this black pin is giving you the the uh, elevation difference, ah. the altitude difference between the shooting spot and the mountain. So you know the, the angle of the sun, I mean, you know that the sun below that angle will hide 
uh, behind the mountain and the sun uh, below uh, above uh, that elevation mm. the elevation of the mountain you, you'll have the sun in, in the in the foreground so so I drop my pin <clears throat> I, I dropped the black pin after hitting the red mountains and I put yeah. it somewhere that ended up saying the azimuth 78.5 degrees is that saying that's the peak of the location that I'm put the pin at that's the peak no, azimuth. No, the, the azimuth you see here. You see that you you see you have the distance between pins. Yes, I do. Yeah, distance. distance and then azimuth and altitude yeah, yeah, difference. The azimuth actual actually is the angle measured from north to the black pin. Oh, I see. Just the direction from my location to the black pin yeah. Yeah. on a flat clock. That and then you azimuth. have an altitude mm. difference. And then you have the altitude difference in meters or in in in, in feet. feet. Okay. And in degrees. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the degrees, uh, the altitude difference in degrees, is the uh, uh, elevation of the mountain. So when the sun is above, that the, that elevation will be visible, and when it's below, it won't be visible. Ah, oh, okay. So, so in my awesome. Holy so in my cow. situation, I was on top of a peak. It looks like in the red pin, and the black pin was lower than me, so it gave me an elevation difference of negative seven point yeah, yeah. nine okay. degrees. So I guess the sun's visible from horizon up. Just uh, <laughs> good to go. Yeah, yeah. You you need to have a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect way of using the pin to pin geodetic info. I know that I've seen how yeah. to use that before, but I haven't put it into practice. And yeah. Jeff just gave us an awesome idea of how to make sure our sunrise or our golden hour light is going to be hitting our subject. Right. Yeah. When you're looking at like I went out to the Monument Valley, guys, and I went to an area that I sat down at, and I was guessing the sun's going to rise on the left side of this monument, and I stood mm -hmm. there. Brendan was over on the right. Once the sun was rising, the sun went behind the monument, and I sat in the shadow of the monument the entire time, which wasn't a bad sunrise horizon, but it was a terrible foreground lighting. I couldn't light my foreground oh, element, yeah, yeah. and so I ended up sitting there. And had I only pulled out my PhotoPills app, I could have fixed that. Stood in the right yeah. position, not only stopped the shadow but been able to see, hey, the sun's going to rise over here. So move into position and how to get that light on your scene. Yeah. So yeah, the amount reality view was, is for, uh, for us is so powerful because when you're traveling, you're in the spot, you want to know uh, things that's going to happen next. Let's say when the sun will be hiding uh, behind this building you have in the, in the town or the, this mountain, you yeah. can really visualize that in, in one second offline. Uh, well, easy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what was the other question, Peyton? And thanks, Jeff, by the way. So let me try and understand that more. You're saying that he's saying it has to show how the sunlight gets dotted? So Jeff was just mentioning that he understood how to use that. He was hoping that others would get a second explanation from you, Raphael, on how to understand that part. And I appreciated it yes. because it helped me learn it. And he was yeah. kind of making a recommendation that I don't understand yet. So Peyton's going to double check with him and get that recommendation more clear. What he means is that when you, uh, when the sun is not visible, let's say, I don't know, you, you can see my screen here. Uh, are you? Mm -hmm. Yes. You see, I have the sun, uh, the sun azimuth line, the thin one, aligned with the black pin. Ah. You see? So you have that yellow line right on top of the black dotted line, yeah. the black so pins dotted line. Now the, the sun is just below, uh, above the, my subject, let's say, and it's a continuous line. This means that the sun is, is above the mountain. If the sun is below the mountain, this line would appear like uh, dots or dashed. 
So you're saying mm. that's not currently happening in the program, but that's his recommendation. No, this is not happening now because uh, in my example that I'm showing you now. Oh, I see. The sun is uh, above the mountain. Yeah, and in my but, example too. But I'm going to give you another example. I'm going gonna to do it fast. Here in Menorca, I know the locations. <laughs> I can give you a, a, quick, a quick example. We have a very tall, tall high mountain, which is uh, 345 meters tall. So I put myself in a position too now where my red pin's at a lower elevation than my black pin, so I'm hoping I can see what you're talking about. Okay. Oh. You see now, the line is dotted? Yes. This I is because the, when the sun is in, the, is in that direction, the elevation of the sun is uh, below the elevation of the mountain. So Propil oh. is telling you, is telling you visually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could share my screen with you if you want, but uh, let me show. Okay. Um, could you share your PhotoPills app screen on the Skype call? I think so. Yeah. If you can do that, that'd be awesome. We'll jump around with that. Screen. Yeah. For those of you following along without an app or just trying to figure out what we're doing while we get set up, uh, basically when you have a pin that's red in your location and you hit set the black geodetic info pin somewhere higher, and as well as I just set it to a higher spot, but the sun's so high in the sky, it never gets blocked by that mountain. But if you go to a location where the mm -hmm. sun is low in the sky and blocked by terrain, you actually, instead of a long, solid yellow line that shows where the sun is throughout the, all the hours of the day that kind of spins around like the hands of a clock, when that thing is right there behind the mountain or behind the terrain, that yellow line becomes a dotted line instead of solid. And I had not seen that yet because of all our locations. I, I've just never done it at that situation. I had I'm never still seen trying to do it. I can't. You have to find a location that's actually where the sun is low enough in the sky that could actually get blocked by the terrain instead of just being yeah. in that hour where it overlaps that area, but it's still so high. I see my mouse. Yeah. yeah. The yep. point of mouse. Okay. So you have my shooting spot. Let's say this is a mountain. This is the tallest mountain uh, on Menorca. It's not a mountain. It's 345 meters tall. <laughs> yeah, not like so, a Utah mountain, no. Yeah. If you tap on the black pin, what you see is the difference here, the elevation difference. You have it also on the top panel here with the pin-to-pin -pin info panel. Yes. So the, the elevation difference between uh, the shooting spot and the mountain, top of the mountain, is uh, 5 Point four degrees, right? Yeah. And now the sun is aligned with the mountain, right? At uh, quarter to seven a.m. more or less, six forty-four on the on um, June ninth. Okay, let's check the elevation of the sun. If you go to the next panel, you see the sun is at elevation at this time of the day at four thirty-eight. 438 is below 540, uh, 5.4. Ah, yeah, yeah. So the sun is below, is hidden behind the mountain. So uh, as you see, the the azimuth line of the sun is, is dotted, is dashed. Hmm. But if I move, let's say here, okay, and I look for the sun to be aligned with the mountain, you see? Now you have a straight line because the elevation of the mountain is uh, 7.2, but the elevation of the sun is 42 degrees, so it's right mm. off the mountain. So when it's dashed, it's because the sun is hidden behind the mountain. When it's straight, it's because the sun is uh, above the mountain, so you can see it. Hmm. 
I suppose that that's the question. Yeah, that's exactly it. The question that that brings up for me is looking at a satellite image, it's definitely difficult to see precisely where a peak is that's yeah. in front of you because you only have color. And I'm looking at your other options here like open street map and open cycle map and hybrid. I don't see one that gives us topographical information. No, no, open cycle map does. So if I, if I chose open cycle map classic and not landscape, you get the topographical lines. Now I'm using the, the landscape, I think, yeah. You see the counter lines here. I only see one, so it's hard to tell where the peak is. Does the one line mean a peak or summit? No, I, I'm seeing uh, many here. Oh, maybe I wasn't noticing. Are you looking at my screen or yours? I see it on mine as well. I see on yours mm. where I can see those lines. So You see? Yeah. So the, the which maps have the topographical lines? Just open cycle map, the uh, classic and landscape? No, I'm using landscape. Okay, sweet. So go to that, guys, and you'll be able to see topographical lines and know yeah. where your peaks are if you understand how to read a topographical map. And you can put your geodetic pin there and recognize what's going to block you and what's not. Actually, uh, it's uh, available on the classic and landscape on both. Okay. You have you have the counter line. Perfect. That was Jeff. Jeff Harmon. Okay. Jeff Harmon points out that for portrait photography, I think you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that in portrait photography, it's awesome to use this to know that okay, golden hour light in the shadow is much different than golden hour light when it's direct. Obviously, you want it to be direct, or I guess not obvious. You could have it either way, depending on what you're looking for. But if you have golden hour direct light, you have it hitting your subject. You have it glowing around yeah, the area. Yeah, it's a much nicer look. Yeah, it, absolutely. So thanks, versus Jeff. The, versus the shadow, which is what you, you don't you, typically you want. You want me want. to uh, share another trick with you? Um, we have a few more questions. Okay. Hey, how many questions do we have? Can we have that trick? Because I want the trick. <laughs> There's only one question, so let's put on hold for that. What's the trick? Oh, the trick is that uh, it's, uh, the question is, okay, uh, during the golden hour, when the sun will be, right? Okay, yes. How, how, how can you set uh, very quickly uh, the beginning of the golden hour? That's, that's the, the trick. Mm -hmm. oh. Okay, look at my screen. Okay. Right now it's, uh, let's say, 10, uh, 8 minutes past 10 a.m. If I tap on on the right hand side of the time bar if i tap once oh you'll be jumping you keep tapping you'll be jumping from new moon to a new uh, the next important new uh, light event so the so, times of the time of golden oh, hour begin the time of once. sunset the yeah. time of civil twilight nautical twilight astronomical twilight Noon. those precise then, minutes you're jumping to on the timeline when you tap the right or yeah. left so for example you're oh, shooting nice. the the you're shooting the full moon, right? Yeah. And you want to know when, where the moon will be uh, at the beginning of the golden hour, you know, because it's when you can capture the, uh, the full moon and the landscape in one single exposure. You just tap on the, on the corner of the time bar until you see golden hour begins. So now you can, attention, you can pay attention to the position of the moon. So you know that from this time up, uh, upwards, you're gonna have golden hour. Oh, so you know great. where the moon will be during the best uh, light of the day. Oh, that's a brilliant tip. So those of you not understanding the tip yet, at the very bottom of your planner app, you have that rectangle that is colored with the sunset, the nighttime and the daytime with light blue, dark blue, orange. Basically, if you tap on the very far left, the very far right, you jump to the next, uh, tap once, you jump to the next major time 
moment. So right now I'm at 8.14 p.m. I hit that. It goes directly to 8.54 p.m., which is precisely when the sun goes down enough into sunset. Uh, let's see, 8.45 p.m., the sun does set at 8.54. So if I go and hit it before, golden hour begins at 8.14. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can know when the, the blue hour begins, for example, too. Mm -hmm. Blue hour is a good one because I keep having situations where I want a blue hour and I'm thinking, oh, when is blue hour? When's it going to be best? And so I need to use this more. And if you tap the right or left screen, guys, you'll see at the bottom left next to your clock, it just says blue hour begins. Sunset, yeah. Oh, yeah, golden hour light. begins. Yep. It tells you Transit. in text as well what that time is that you jump to. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, Rafael. Nice, yeah. This way, you, you don't need to go to the top panel to check. Yeah. Our times, and you know, you have the times here. That's brilliant. very very cool. If you want to go quick and see uh, where things will be during the certain light moment, just tap on the corners and you look for for the, the time. Ah, that's great. Okay, so Rafael, you've joined us for a very long time. Thank you for being on the call for 50 minutes so far. If there are no more questions from them. Uh, Brendan and I, do we have any other questions when I hit up Raphael with before we let him go? I'm sorry, I was late. <laughs> oh, you are yeah. okay, Raphael. You made time for us today. It, we are, we thank you. We're in your debt still. Don't even worry about the few minutes that you came later. So out of all the pills, Raphael, when you're in the main pills option, what is like the pill you find yourself using the most? In my opinion, the three pills that are used the most are the widgets, the planner, and the night AR. These are the three pills people use the most because uh, Milky Way now, nowadays is very, very popular. Yeah. Uh, the night AR option is so easy, works offline, you're uh, yeah. offline, you're out there, you just need to tap on the night AR button and see what's going to happen in the sky in a couple of hours. That's really powerful. Then you have the widgets that gives you instant access to all the key sun, moon, and Milky Way, uh, Milky Way information of the day. And then the planner. The planner obviously is the one you use to plan your four ideas any, yeah. anywhere in the world, anytime. So these are, for me, the three more most used ones, according to analytics too. Okay, so I'm gonna act like I don't know what a widget is. How do I access the widgets and how do I load them onto oh, my no, widgets? You don't, know. you don't know what are the widgets, come <laughs> on. <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron did it for me, and so I've got mine preloaded, but how would I go in there if I didn't have them already loaded? How would I get the widgets in there? <laughs> this is my first video. Well, the first thing you need to do when you're downloading for appeals is to enable the widgets. Okay. And how you do that is, uh, okay, the widgets is this. Uh, mm -hmm. You have, it tells you the, the, the location you are. Uh, we are in Ciutadella, Menorca, here in Spain, and then you have the sun information. Light information, uh, for example, now it's telling me when the sun will be setting at 12 minutes past uh, 9 and the sunrise tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have the light information, moon information, galactic scent information, Milky Way information, and then my future plans. How do you enable them on iOS? You see here that we have a, a well, I'm gonna, the edit, edit button. Yep. So you tap, I'm gonna uh, delete it, then remove them for you. So, yeah, let's start over. You just swipe down from the top of the screen okay. to access the widgets. Then scroll down until you see the edit button. You okay. tap on edit. So, yeah, when you tap on edit, you'll, you'll see the, the widgets uh, down there. Let's say with the uh, a green plus. Mm -hmm. You tap on the green pluses and you'll get then the widgets uh, on top. Nice. And you, you can, you tap on hold. On the lines you see on the right, you can sort them out. Mm -hmm. I, I usually love to have them in this order. 
then tap on done and you you you've done you've done great you need to tap on show more and you have all the keysun moon and milkway information that's that's pretty cool and it works offline uh it's very useful when you're traveling uh it's awesome great thank you so how do you share uh how can you share a plan with uh, a friend right another photo pillar okay uh if you go to photo pills let's say you've already saved the plan mm -hmm. okay when you save the plan, the plan are stored in the in my stuff menu here on top, my stuff, ah. and they have your plans, right? You tap on your plans, and here I have my list of photo plans. If I tap, let's say here in Talati or White Papa Moonset, for example, I see the the plan. This is in New Zealand in White Papa. So now, if I want to share this plan with a friend, I just tap on action, ah. right. and then. Yeah, here I can do several things. First, I can send the plan to the planner to replan it or adjust it. But also, I can add the plan to uh, to the, your calendar, your phone, so you can add an hour. And if you want to send it to, to a friend, you can send it via, via email. And is the best one to get their PhotoPills app to open it and email? I don't see a message. You can't text it to them. It looks like. No, you 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 send it by email because you're sending a, a KMZ file. Oh, right on. Awesome. So, so your friend your friend will be able to import uh, the the plan onto PhotoPills uh, directly from the email. More, and the brilliant can add Gmail. You could add specific Gmail and Messenger. App to send it. Yeah, Messenger. And, oh yeah, Facebook WhatsApp. Messenger. Yeah. So the up. other cool thing is that with the KMZ file, guys, you can send it to someone's desktop and have them open it up in Google Earth. And then you right. can see their plan right there in Google Earth because the KMZ file is legible or readable by Google Earth. And another cool thing uh, uh, is that, imagine that is the day of the shooting, you can uh, send uh, the position of the red pin to your uh, Maps app on your phone oh, and, and work, out the, uh, work out the direction. That's so great. I, yeah, this one for example. Directions to Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want to drive there. Yeah, it's two thousand miles. <laughs> for example, I hear at home, and if I want to shoot this shot at uh, the lighthouse here in February, she tells me the, the route, and well, it's another. Cool That's a great question, Kirk, because I haven't done that. And Kirk is actually going to be showing Brendan and I around at Crater Lake. And so now I'm going to make some Crater Lake <laughs> plans. Or Kirk, if you make any, you can share it with us. And we'll share ours with you for Bend in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Bend in Oregon. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Can't wait. In two weeks, we'll be hanging out with Kirk. Raphael, are you guys ever going to have photo pills uh, announce and alert us with Aurora pulses? <laughs> so it's in the pipeline. Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been to, I went to uh, New Zealand uh, a few months ago and uh, I saw uh, the auroras for the first time there. Mm. Uh, and everybody was chasing the auroras. And yeah, they, they realized that it was important to, to have the aurora alert in the, in the Photopills app to. We'll see. We'll see how to do it. You know, Herman, <laughs> the developer is gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah, because oh, yeah, he's like, you told him. <laughs> yeah, knowing <laughs> app development and being a guy who's been in the game industry doing apps and also PC production, uh, guys, don't don't buy into any of this as a commitment or a promise because some of these so, things can be beyond what the app can contain. Other yeah. issues can cause it to not go in. Even yeah. if they could actually figure out how to do it, they might not have a way of putting it in for some weird, bizarre reason that breaks something else. So just. We hope that this is what happens and it can come. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
We'll do our best. You we'll guys have done a fantastic job so far, so we're stoked. Hey, Raphael, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for connecting us with your iPhone, because that was brilliant. You made the video 10 times better, had only I thought to ask that beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And one more time, ah, I was late, so phew, sorry. <laughs> one, <laughs> no one worries. One more thing, Peyton. I, I, owe, I, I owe you one. Oh, uh, great. I, I hope to meet you in uh, my, my trip to U.S. this summer and have fun. and We can do something together. It's going to be awesome. Well, you and I are going to coordinate to get some space for you out here to do a lesson in person with people in the yeah. Utah area. So those of you yeah. listening who are in the Utah area or close enough that oh, you want to come great. down, we're going to have Rafael Pons for an evening, do a workshop. So that's going to be awesome here. Yes, yes. Let's, let's have fun. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And this is what we say, you know, thanks to tools like for Opios. I mean, it's, this is what we're, trying to inspire people you know, to be at the right place at the right time right. capture the scene they imagined uh, maybe months ago or years ago so yeah, it depends on you guys it depends on on, uh, on the needs on your needs for people who can help you get answers it can be a basic uh, information like golden hour but if you're uh, pushing your imagination and come up with different compositions of the same moon milk way uh, please take advantage of photo pills and find when those ideas happen so you can actually go and make them real. That's it's all about, you know, it's all about finding all these moments that are happening every day but nobody sees. So sure. now we have a, a mission a mission here to, to find them and show them to the world. That's what we want to do and we want to inspire you to, to follow us. That's awesome. Well, we absolutely are. I haven't been, I'm pretty much a missionary of the Photo Pills Church. And so <laughs> thank you so much for the great app. I have loved it and I tell everyone about it. So thanks again, Raphael. Thanks everyone for following us. Raphael, we hope to have you on soon. When we have you over for the workshop, do you have any qualms with us recording it and putting it on the YouTube channel for those who can't join us? Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. fine. Awesome. I love it. Oh, right. yes. Okay. You know, I, love, I love helping people. Uh, reach their goals and I, I, I do, that's why I'm traveling the world now, meeting uh, photo pillars, uh, helping them, uh, running workshop with uh, photo pills masters, I'm going to be running workshop with Josh Chris, for example, or Royce Bear, awesome. CD, yeah. uh, Chris Parker, and it's, it's all about uh, being with the community, help them, help people master photo pills because there is a learning curve and I'm ready to share all the secrets with them and that's... Fantastic. Well, he's the bard and he is out on a mission coming to the U.S. to teach people yeah. about this and to help us see things like, hey, you just double tap here or tap there. Had no clue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Raphael. Thanks for making all this time with us, staying for an hour and 16 minutes. You're a real champ. Thanks for hanging. Really appreciate Thank it. You. Nice to meet you, Raphael. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me.